2: Welcome to CBS Eye on Veterans. I'm Navy vet Phil Briggs with ConnectingVets.com, the military news and veteran lifestyle website. Now, as we salute veterans across the country this Veterans Day weekend, we'll start off the show with our annual look at the best and worst cities that veterans can live in. We know the key to a successful life after the military relies on so many factors. So we're going to dive into the personal finance website, Wallet Hub's latest survey, which ranks 100 of the largest cities in America based on 19 metrics and which include the share of military skill related jobs, housing affordability and availability of health care services. Here to crunch all these numbers with us is Cassie Happy from WalletHub.com. Cassie, thanks for joining the show. Thanks for having me. You know, as we were talking offline when we set the interview up here, I, I love all the data. If you're a numbers nerd, like there's so much you can see in all of these different categories, and it's always fascinating. Uh, let's talk real quick before we get into the winners and the losers and uh, some deeper dives into the data. Let's just talk about the categories that all these cities were ranked on, starting off with employment. How did they factor that? For
1: the employment category, uh, we looked at four metrics for that. We looked at the share of military skills-related jobs, the veteran employment rate, the job growth, and the veteran-owned businesses per veteran population for each of these cities, just to get a better idea of what that employment outlook looks like for veterans in that particular area.
2: And that kind of dovetails quickly into a second category, but with some different metrics behind it. But the economy, what exactly were they looking at when they said cities with good economies versus
0: bad?
1: So for the economy aspect, we looked at housing affordability, uh, veteran income growth, uh, the share of veterans living in poverty, educational opportunities, median veteran income, and homeless veterans per 1,000 veterans in that city.
2: Okay. So obviously more homeless, then there's economic issues that the city's struggling with. And when they talk about veteran income, are they able to track or does Hub have access to data that shows that employed veterans are getting raises more often or whose income is growing year to year in, in these cities that were winning in the economy category?
1: For this metric, we uh, measured the average annual rate of veteran income growth between the years of 2016 and 2021 to get a real sense of what that has looked like over the years.
2: Okay, so it's going on real hard data, probably from tax returns and stuff, but showing there's an upward trend in veterans earning potential in these cities. Huh. Let's talk health. We think of health mainly as with the veteran community as like treating the wounds of war or treating you know the physical issues, but but what did health look at as far as like how a city's performing overall?
1: So for this uh, particular category, we focused mainly on the VA facilities and benefits in these cities when we looked at the health aspect. So the VA benefits administration facilities per veteran population. And the quality of those v a health facilities,
2: so it's not to say cities that didn't fare well under health don't have decent don't have decent health care. It's just you were looking primarily at the v a side of things, correct right on. And one of my favorite categories here is quality of life. What does this look at? Because I can see right away that quality of life, you know, there's certain states that are just going to have an edge here. What with the weather? I'm looking at you, Florida, Texas, Arizona. You know, if you like sunshine and swimming pools, there's some states that have a great quality of life. But what overall did this look at as far as all the 100 cities?
1: So for quality of life, we looked at the veteran population overall and the projected veteran population growth for that area. Uh, We also looked at family friendliness and retiree friendliness, which kind of gets into those uh, quality of life things you were referring to as far as sunshine and beaches and stuff that we really seem to look forward to. Uh, We also looked at restaurants that offer military discounts and uh, arts and entertainment establishments that offer military discounts.
2: And an interesting snapshot, we're looking at the best cities for veterans to live under the quality of life category. Vegas, San Diego, Boise, Idaho, Orlando, Florida, Scottsdale, Arizona. You got Tampa, Florida in there, Austin, Texas, and Denver, Colorado. And those are all impressive cities for the love of the great outdoors and, you know, generally just getting outside. All right. One metric I found kind of interesting is the percentage of military skill related jobs. And I find this one interesting because like a lot of times I'm finding as a veteran, even myself, that the careers we choose, where we thrive, the best things we do in our years after the military often have nothing to do with our military skills. And sometimes that's almost like a handicap. If you didn't have a highly technical or an engineering based military job, you know, you might not want to do the job you did in the military. I got some friends in the Navy that did a lot of time painting the ship. I don't think I know one professional painter out of the bunch, but uh, you know that's when we were young enlisted guys, and now we've had to forge our careers. But talk to me about uh, who did well and who didn't do so well in the cities when we look specifically at the percent of military skill related jobs and really unpack what you mean when we say military skill related job.
1: As far as military related jobs go, uh, we looked specifically at manufacturing retail trade, professional, scientific and management and administrative and waste management services, educational services, health care and social assistance, public administration, and just the overall civilian employed population 16 years and older. So Hmm. we try to look at that from a pretty broad perspective as far as Not just those specific skills uh, that you gain from your focus, but the overall skills that you gain just from being a part of the military.
2: Let's talk about just kind of the bottom five.
1: So the bottom five uh, for this particular study were Jersey City and New Jersey, Washington, D.C., San Francisco, Miami, and Irving, Texas. So mm. all of these uh, cities had uh, below forty five percent for the percentage of military skill related jobs.
2: And I find Washington D.C. fascinating because you know it's right down the street from where I am, and you know mm-hmm. where CBSI on Veterans comes from, and. It's interesting because there's so many veterans, so many veterans employed in the city. There's, you know, there's a lot of people in policy, a lot of people in government. But you're right. They don't make things. It doesn't hire a thousand people per shift at the factory. It's 27 guys with MBAs. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) like, you know, highly educated men and women that are working on the policy side. So it would look as though it's got a low percent of military skill related jobs. But maybe that's just because of the way the city's wired on a paper and hot air. Versus (laughs) Versus you know, <laughs> manufacturing assembly lines or things where a lot of things are being produced. Now, the cities in the highest often, sometimes, uh, you know, we don't think of or one state's case tends to get kind of a bad rap as far as being part of the rust belt. But let's go over the ones that really did well with percentage of military skill related jobs.
1: So the top five uh, for the percentage of military skill related jobs were uh, Toledo at number one, Fort Wayne at number two. Wichita at number three, Lexington at number four, and Greensboro at number five. Uh, all of these cities had a percentage of 65% or higher for the military skill related jobs in their city.
2: And again, just kind of in layman's terms, saying there's a lot of companies in these cities that do a good job of hiring veterans based on you know, their experiences.
1: Yes, and a lot more opportunities compared to those bottom five.
2: And again, you know, kind of the standout there is as we just looked at Washington, DC, you know, being a low ranking, even though there's tons of policy jobs and tons of vets that work for the federal government. To lead to Ohio, you know, we've often thought of Ohio as it's cast in the news sometimes as you know, it's got some troubling economic conditions. But yet here, Ohio, Indiana, uh, even Kansas ranking, you know, in the top three for places where veterans Are likely to be able to get good jobs. Let's talk veteran income growth. I know this is one that I kind of, I didn't quite understand because I'm like, well, how do they know what veterans are making year to year or what seems to be going on with how this data is captured? But you're seeing upward trends in earning potential in several cities. Let's just talk about the top five here that you found.
1: So the top five cities for the average annual growth rate of the median annual veterans income would be Atlanta at number one, Laredo at number two, Miami at number three, Hialeah at number four, and Madison at number five.
2: And again, we're showing upward trends. Was there anything that explained why these cities did particularly well? I mean, I know Miami, constant tourism and, you know, there's tax incentives for the state of Florida. Atlanta has just seemed to be a growth market for years. Was there any particular industry that seemed to indicate why veterans are having job and income growth?
1: It was really based on a myriad of factors, uh, considering each city's got its own unique uh, job market and its own unique economy that factor into that.
2: Right on. Now, I know one of the things about being a veteran and and really thriving in your community is when you do live near other veterans and you guys were able to find out kind of where the most amount of veterans are living these days, and I actually found it kind of interesting as a Navy vet that uh, where I was stationed in Virginia did pretty well. Uh, there was a several-way tie for cities with the highest veteran concentration, uh, but run through what you found out about where veterans are living today.
1: So right now, the the veteran population is the highest, as you mentioned, tied for Virginia Beach, Te- Chesapeake, and Norfolk Virginia. Uh, Anchorage, Alaska is also uh, very high for the veteran population and Colorado Springs. So those five tied for the top as far as the highest veteran population at this time. And then as far as future growth uh, for the veteran population, Plano and Austin, Texas, ranked as the top two cities for growth, whereas uh, Orlando, Boise, and Las Vegas were our number three, four, and five for projected growth.
2: No surprise there. I've had several friends in the last few years and even veteran-based companies I know that have relocated to Texas. And uh, (laughs) looking at you, grunt style, veteran apparel out there, the t-shirts with the flags and the cross rifles on the sleeve. And did you say Austin? Yes, that's kind of interesting because I think of Austin is like a not really a college town but yeah, you know like a like kind of an arts entertainment thing. Um but I I guess it's the tax incentives or just all the things about Texas they love. Certainly the weather's not bad, so you got that.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Austin, Texas has a, a projected population increase of 2.35%.
2: Now as numbers go, they never end. We could keep drilling down into details and find subcategory within subcategory of cities that are getting it right and cities that need a little improvement. But when you add them all up, when we're looking at the top 100 cities of America based on employment, economy, quality of life and healthcare, there were certainly some winners and some losers. Let's look at the bottom. And again, that's not to say that these are bad cities. It's just based on these metrics. You know, there were ones that just didn't do quite as well.
1: Indianapolis was the fifth worst city for veterans in our study, followed by Jersey City, Chicago, Memphis, Newark, and Detroit. So Detroit came in last on this survey, and they unfortunately have some pretty poor numbers as far as projected uh, veteran population growth. Uh, There's not going to be much growth uh, in that area. Uh, family friendliness was another very low ranking. They were 98 out of 100 on that. And retiree friendliness, they were at 96. So it seems like Detroit is not the place to be for veterans.
2: And again, that's that's a look at all the aspects within this survey, not to say that, you know, this, the surrounding metro of Detroit wouldn't be absolutely wonderful. And Michiganders out there for years have been serving. In the military and doing great things. It's just when you look at these issues within the Detroit city proper and frankly, Newark, Memphis not doing all that well. Was Chicago a surprise to you considering the size and vastness of the city? I mean, it just seems like there'd be something for everybody in Chicago. I mean, I've been there, love the Cubs games, been to some Sox games, the Bears. Uh was Chicago surprising or
1: yeah, I think that's more uh reflective of the issues that the the city's having overall. And I think it's just important to keep in mind that uh you know, cities have to balance you know, putting their veterans priorities along with all the other priorities for the city or for the state depending upon which level you're looking at it. So, I wouldn't say that it's necessarily that uh Chicago doesn't care as much about their veterans, but they just may not have a big enough budget to cover all of the uh, aspects that they really want to focus on, or it just might not be their focus right now because they have to direct their focus on more more pressing topics that affect a larger part of the community.
2: That would make sense. And I also see like veterans being attracted to going there. Well, after you've worked an entire career, you know, where you, where you build your next life, you know, you might just want you might want to get further away from the snow. And I know mean, that's something that Michigan, <laughs> Jersey, Chicago, uh, even Indiana, yeah, y- you're going to get a pretty biting winter there. And maybe that's why we're seeing our warmer weather states do better. Although interesting that the number one city was not tropical in nature at all. But uh, let's get into like the top seven, if we will, because I think this covers kind of a broad swath of the country and certainly shows a nice trend with the cities that are doing it right and where veterans are heading.
1: So we will start at number, number seven. Uh, that was Colorado Springs. Number six was Scottsdale. Number five was Virginia Beach. Number four was Tampa. Number three was Orlando. Number two was Austin. And then number one was Raleigh, North Carolina.
2: And I know my in-laws will be quite happy because uh, my wife's parents live about 30 minutes outside Raleigh, and uh, we go down there several times a year. Love North Carolina. Uh, Before we dive a little deeper into that, I'm going to eat my words here because one of the top cities in this, like the top seven anyway, is a city that certainly has plenty of snow. So there goes my theory that snowbound cities aren't great (laughs) for veterans. Colorado (laughs) Springs, though, recreation, I imagine quality of life, that thing just was tip of the cap there. Now the Florida's I was interested in with Tampa and Orlando, you know, Gulf Coast. Who doesn't love Tampa? I absolutely love the Gulf Coast down there. Uh, Aside from hurricane season, which can raise your anxiety, it's just gorgeous Uh, down around there in central Florida and Orlando, both with high quality of life scores. And then there's little old Raleigh, North Carolina, which doesn't seem to be on the radar of, like, top places you'd think of. But uh, what really stood out to you as far as the data from Raleigh and why it consistently? I want to say I believe it was top of the list last year as well.
1: Uh, Yes, actually, it was top of the list. Uh, Raleigh has a perfect score in economic metrics uh, for military skill related jobs, uh, low veteran unemployment rates. And the quality of VA uh, health facilities in Raleigh is exceptional, uh, which also adds to that great quality of life in that area.
2: Yeah, and I know every time we're down there, whether you know it's with the in-laws and doing some golfing or whether we're just driving around or shopping, you can't walk a block in Raleigh and not run into some veteran.
1: And that was uh, another thing I wanted to mention is that Raleigh is just Known for having uh, a very strong community that can uh, refo refoster that sense of camaraderie that many veterans experienced while they were in the military, and they grow to miss that once they're out of the service.
2: Well, this seriously looks great. Uh, You can find all different ways these numbers were crunched. Uh, The best cities for veterans to live. The report comes out every year from Wallet Hub, and you can find this one at wallethub.com. And there at wallethub.com, you can find Cassie Happy in the back, crunching numbers, but uh, always helping us live our best life by the numbers. Cassie, thank you so much for your time. Thank you
1: for having me.
3: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
0: The Hargan women seem to have it all. From the outside looking in, we were blessed. My mom was amazing. But as detectives would soon learn, there was a lot going on inside the Hargan household.
1: Ashley and I have been calling my mom and the house and Helen. Mm -hmm. No one's answering.